And welcome back to another episode of the Skip the Noise podcast. Tonight you'll be joined by the infamous, the notorious, and the very long-panted and long-winded, the brown python himself. And you'll be joined by myself, Mexican Nostradamus. We are going to be missing our illustrious teammates, our producer, producer, our talisman, our heterosexual life partner heterosexual life partner the one third of the three musketeers benjamin james will not be with us tonight but we will drudge forth and uh and unfortunately had to report some of this shit this tonight because guys this one's going to be a little tough this one's going to be probably pretty real and this one could be pretty opinionated so without further ado um i guess we're gonna have to start with uh what's happening if uh, it's a heavy stuff yeah, yeah, my cat. Yeah, yeah, your cat. What's going on with your cat? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I never thought this was possible with my cat, but Ooh. about two weeks ago, oh boy, he, I lost him. Oh, okay. Man. Now this cat, That's this rough. cat was used to being outside. Yeah. Okay, he was an outside cat as far as I was concerned. He knew his way back. So one Saturday when I left him out in the morning. And I went to work, and I came back at the end of the day. He still hadn't been back. Right. And I asked my wife, and I asked my kids. I said, hey, have you guys seen the cat? And they're like, no, we haven't seen him. I mean, what happened to the cat? So a week goes by. All this crazy weather shows up. You know, the rain and everything. Yeah. I'm getting worried. And then another week goes by, and I'm like, man, this cat must have died. Like, he must have, yeah. like, just, he must have been sick. And he must have just crawled up into the small little space and died. I was just waiting for like the smell to come out when somewhere around here. Oh boy! And I figured to myself, he's a cat. Like, how far can he get? You know? Right. I, I mean, it was the craziest thing ever. So, so I'm here and I'm thinking. I'm telling my kids now because my kids are at this point they're pretty sad about it. They're like, oh, Gizmo. And uh, I'm telling you, you know what? Gizmo probably died because we haven't yeah. seen him. There's nothing going on with this cat. He has not come back. Or he got trapped somewhere or something. Right. And it's because I keep seeing these stray cats, the same ones, still walking around. They haven't been trapped. So anyway, I'm going to work today, you know, and I'm just minding my own business. And I get a text message from some rando uh, saying, hey, uh, I, microchipped, I, I, I got this cat and he had a microchip on and I scanned it at the vet and this, the vet said it belonged to you. I'm like, oh. what the fuck? I'm like, well, where are you? He's like, dude, I'm like, I live right behind you. I'm in the, I'm in the unit behind you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you, what's my cat been doing? He's like, well, once he goes about two weeks ago, I opened the door to my, to my apartment and he just runs right in and he hasn't left. <laughs> so I went ahead and bought a, I went ahead and bought a, a kitty litter box and some food for him. And he's been here like hanging out with me this whole time. <laughs> You can't say, man, fuck y'all. Too many kids at his house. Too many kids yeah. at his fucking house. He's like, I'm tired of them pulling on my ears and shit. Dude, and I almost, like, I was happy that my cat had found an owner that he loved, but I was kind of sad because how did that reflect on me as an owner? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least he's fucking alive, right? So I told the guy, the guy was like, hey, you know, um, I didn't know the cat belonged to you, but I went ahead and transferred the name on the chip to mine, if you don't mind. I'm like, dude, if you want to keep the cat, that's fine with me. I have all the food and everything. I'll give it, I'll bring it down to you. I mean, uh, you live right behind me. Right. <laughs> I 
I said, so you haven't let him out? He goes, no, he doesn't want to be let out. He wants to be stay inside and sleep on my couch all day. And oh. it's cool because I get to sleep on the couch too. And he like cuddles next to me. Oh, God. I know. Well, this guy really bonded up with this cat. He did, dude. He didn't. My cat bonded with this guy too. Well, you know, the guy probably needed it, right? The guy, That's you what know, I'm thinking. He's, yeah, sometimes he's single. things like that happen. Yeah, he's single. He probably cries at night. You know, the cat was there for him. So, and he's like, he's like, look, he's like, man, I'm really happy you told me that because I've gotten really tested this cat. I'm like, well, you know his name, right? He was like, yeah, his name's Gizmo. It showed up on the on the chip. I'm like, dude, that's that's amazing. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, what? I got these two kids, and and they're kind of allergic to the cat, but not really. So, my wife doesn't like it. So, yeah, uh, by all means, keep the cat. It's all yours. I'll, you, I'll bring down the food and everything for you. Oh man. And today, I was actually walking by this dude's unit because even at that, I live upstairs. Yeah. So my cat had to climb stairs, and the cat picked someone downstairs. He didn't want to climb stairs anymore. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck this! It's the same thing, but just lower." Yeah, floor. It's good on my bones. I'm older. So, yeah, man. So I walked by this dude's uh, window and I saw through the window and I'm trying to, you know, I'm kind of like low-key trying to peek into yeah. this to see if I see my cat and I don't see him. He's probably sleeping in his bed. That's a thing. So anyway, that's the start oh, of my cat. I, I don't know how to feel about that, man. I'm just, I'm kind of bummed out, but happy for him. Oh, of course. Well, you know, I think yeah. anytime. Yeah, I think you. I think with pets, you know, you form these bonds. And you know you love them, right? I mean, for real, yeah. you love them. It it is what it is. But at the same time, you know, you know sometimes life, things life like that works on. out. Well, also some things like that work out. Like you know, like you said, your kids are a little allergic, and who knows, it could have gotten worse. And it's just better that way. So yeah. it worked. But this out. dude, you don't know. I mean, the cat found him. Yeah, and the dude probably has an altar. He found the cat. cat. The, the cat went into his house. He has what? He probably has like an altar. Right for this cat, like he probably is like worse than yes. this cat. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Good for him. Good for him. And it's, yeah. I, I feel you though. I feel I feel busted up about it too, man. It, it, <laughs> animals are a big deal. They are. We love them. Right? You grow attached yeah. to them. They mean a lot to you. You you hug them. You hold them. You 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 love them. But and sometimes you know it just isn't isn't the right time. So yeah. Plus cats are. Cats are kind of assholes, right? Let's be honest. Like cats, oh, they're are, assholes, I like dude. that. They're assholes. They, they scratch they, my kids yeah. and everything, yeah, and they, they attack kids. But but they'll just love one person and not love anybody else. It's just they're weird animals, man. They're weird fucking yeah. animals. So he probably, he, but but to be honest with you, he probably kidnapped your cat. Like that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> your cat right now is like trying to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> He hasn't opened his door for two weeks because as soon as he does, the cat's gonna go flying out of that motherfucker. He keeps, he keeps telling my my cat, put the lotion in the basket. I know. It's like <laughs> it's like I just want to go back to the asshole. Let's be out every day. <laughs> well, Gizmo, enjoy your new life and uh, you know, mad props from the uh get the noise team. Yeah. Uh, and and you know what? It I've been there, done that. I've had to I've had been to, I had an animal once that was not trainable and it was uh snapping at the kids. And you yeah. gotta give them up, you know, and, and you have to. So, you know, I've yeah. been there, I've I've gone, walked to the, the where you have to give up some a pet that you love, but yeah. in the end, yeah. it's for the best. And uh, you know, hopefully Gizmo yeah, doesn't put too much well, hopefully Gizmo puts on the lotion and doesn't get punished. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's gonna. I'm gonna start hearing like goodbye horses. And you know what I love is how the guy's like, oh yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and keep the cat since it won't leave my house. I'd be like, what? Okay. Um. So I'm kind of scared of your neighbor myself. I'm. 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 I'm pretty happy you're moving soon because. Um, I wouldn't let anything else out of your house, right? Tell, tell, tell your wife if she goes out too much, she might all of a sudden end up there. Also, this guy looks and sounds kind of scary, bro. I would, I, I don't know if I like this name. Get it? Well, look, it's it's not your fault. But um, but moving on, uh, just our the another another uh heart wrenching breaking story going on right now. If you haven't, if you're not living under a rock, if you haven't seen the uh tragedies the atrocities um there is a war another one going on between israel and uh palestine so basically what happened was there was a they quoted as a terrorist attack hamas sprung an attack it was a multifaceted attack from both land air and sea um onto into israel uh they're saying somewhere around thousand israelis have been killed um, 250 of them were at a music festival that I guess was one of the major targets of it. Israel's trying to say that it is their 9-11, um, which I find offensive. Um, and well, at the same no, time, it's huh? no, I I think it's that's accurate. I think it is their 9-11. I don't I'll think so. later. I don't it. think so. I don't believe so. But I, I I but what's happening now though is a counteroffensive from Israel. So apparently there was like singular squads that had dropped in. That had, were having massive firefights with IDF, um, the, it was Israeli Defense uh, Federation or Force. Force. Um, but they've all been, of course, pushed out. These are going to always be like splinter cells. Um, if anyone's got a idea uh, or uh, understand some historical context, there's something known as the Tet Offensive that occurred in Vietnam. Very similar type thing, um, basically happened during a, a holiday um, where these small groups attacked it's a very it's it's, it's more warfare. yeah well it's, urban warfare right but it's a dumb form because it, it it's like guerrilla warfare but on a mass scale it's never very effective right guerrilla warfare is always meant to work in small it's meant to chip away at the enemy huge uh coordinated attacks typically belong to more of the orthodox military type structures and complexes um, but something similar like that. They just planned multiple attacks in multiple places. They supposedly took over some towns at some point, yeah. um, but they were all pushed back. Um, but now we have a counteroffensive from Israel, which is leveling, leveling Gaza. So while Israel, of course, and rightfully so, every every country should have domain to protect themselves. Um, their now, their major thing was that they got that that Hamas killed you know innocent civilians. Um, they're not doing the same thing to people in Gaza. It's it, this 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 is bad, in every sense of the word bad. This is a war that's been going on for thousands mm-hmm. of years. Yeah, yeah. Back then they were called the Philistines. Yep, Philistines. And to yeah. be quite honest with you, if you follow the nature of civilization and discourse, the Philistines won. They had control of Israel. They had control of that land. Yeah. So that, that's true, right? I mean, but of course, in 1943, the British and Americans 
and 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 in a way, that was, uh, 1947, right? After the yeah, well, the Balfour Holocaust? Agreement. The first part was the Balfour Agreement. So post, yeah. this was already a decision, kind of already before the Holocaust. Well, I mean, yeah. during the Holocaust time, so it was already something that was already kind of discussed. There's always been that movement of Zionism, um, or the 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 introduction of the Israeli state. It's been around since I believe the early 1900s, late 1800s. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways. Nonetheless, we have a full-out war. This will be a long, protracted war as Israel is no longer going to do the the basics, right? Well, Israel's not going to hold back anymore. Let's just put it that way. And I think when this is all said and done, the Gaza people, whoever's remaining actually, yeah. will have to choose a new government because right now Hamas is their government. Well, and right. after they're over, after this whole thing's over, they're going to have to have new elections because Hamas is no longer going to exist. Well, and well, quite possibly half of the population of Gaza too is not going to exist either. Oh, I know. But um, I honestly think that their offensive is based on percentage. They probably want to reduce the population in there by X percent. So, like that's that's the goal. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's an it, extermination basically. Well, I know that the Israeli, I, I forgot which particular, I can, I can fact check this. One of the Israeli defense people or one of the, uh, their, their defense minister referred to the Palestinians as animals. I'll get the direct quote right now. Um, Israel, hold on. Sorry, folks. No, it's okay. Fact but checking you know what, though? on the moment. Yeah. So um, he, he calls them, I think, yeah, right. He does call them animals, but. Uh... Yeah. So, oh, here. So yeah. the minister described Palestinians and the resistance movement of Hamas as human animals. We well, are fighting he... human animals and we are right. acting accordingly, he said, emphasizing that he ordered a complete siege of the Gaza Strip. He also announced that Palestinians will be deprived of food, electricity and fuel. This and is why? the Israeli defense minister. We are fighting human animals, but. Actually, from what I first saw, he the human animals part that's doctored. I saw him basically say we're fighting against animals. The human animals is not. Yeah, that that's Does weird. Does it make it better? Does it uh, make it better? Not really. Human animals. Not really, but nonetheless, it's, that, it's that, like... that's his direct statement. I mean, this guy literally is calling people animals. That's how he feels about them. It's like um, I was actually thinking about this analogy the other day. Hmm. Uh, when, you know, if I were to, if I were to go up to somebody and say, oh yeah, it's because you're a colored person. They're like, what? Oh. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. A person of color. Oh boy. Same shit. Oh, right. <laughs> so when you call somebody, uh, no, they're animals. I'm sorry. sorry. Human animals. You're I'm a sorry. human <laughs> animal. My bad. Yeah. My but, bad. It's not as expensive bad. anymore. Uh, I mean, look, I just, okay. And, and I know a lot of people. Um, this is a very sensitive subject, right? I mean, you know, but let's be quite frank in my in this assessment. Israel has occupied Palestine for over 50 years. All right. There should be two states, but there is not. Palestine, um, Israel wants a security buffer against, you know, the Arab world. And Palestine has existed as the thorn in their side. Um. Over the years, the humanitarian crisis and the countless, and I mean countless war crimes that Israel has committed against Palestinian people have been innumerable to count. 
every treaty, well, everything has been broken when they tried to, whenever a new government comes in and they just take over and bulldoze new settlements that they're not supposed to. You know, but then you have the other side and we're uh, losing you, buddy. If, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, you would be fine. All right. Um, back in the early 90s, I mean, what, what the 90s and the early 2000s, there was a lot of suicide bombs. Right. You know, you had you had these people who would strap bombs in the cells and they go to the, like some cafe in Jerusalem. And yeah, they had the Infantada. The Infantada, yeah. But after that, they kind of mellowed out a little bit. West Bank at least did. And yes. they said, you know what? We're not going to we're not going to go the route of violence anymore. We're going to coexist with Israel. We're, we may not like them, but we, you know what? We're not going to mess with them either. And they're actually thriving. They have a stock market now. They're rich people that live in West Bank, rich Palestinians. Right. Yeah. You know, because the government that they chose decided not to pursue the destruction of Israel anymore. Yeah, they didn't. They don't like them either. But still, they've realized, hey, these guys aren't going to go anywhere and they're stronger. Versus right. Gaza, who chose a terrorist group as their government. Because they promised the eradication of Israel. So I guess what I'm trying to say is elections have consequences. When you choose a radical government to represent you, and they spend whatever money they get on rockets and soldiers and guns and bullets and not on the people, you're going to get the shit. Well, okay. And this is what's going to happen. And I I think I think to a to an extent 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 I I agree to, I agree with you. But how? My real question is how good are elections in Palestine when you have serious? Are you, are you questioning sub- the integrity of elections? Oh, I mean, come on. What? Well, this is a different <laughs> game, guys. Man, you're starting, you're starting to sound like a MAGA Republican here. Oh, what the no, hell's wrong no. with Well, you? no. So, unfortunately, if everyone knows, of course, there, this is not... Okay, so the, the fight between Palestine and Israel is, of course, another proxy war. Um, so, let's take a look at who supplies the Palestinians, or, and we're in particular Hamas. Hamas is a state-sponsored terrorist. Who is their state sponsor? It is Iran. Iran oh. is friends with... Russia, because all those drones you see that the Russians are using are from Iran. Yeah. Now, if you look back two two years ago, Jared Kushner and uh, the Trump organization uh, brokered a peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is whose friend? Our friend. And soon, somewhat becoming Israel's friend. Because the enemy of the enemy is your friend. So for people that do not understand that is that the Muslim world is multifaceted, or not the Muslim, the Islamic world is multifaceted, you have different sects of Islam, in particular Sunni, Sunni, Shia. I mean, there's other ones, there's Sufis, there's a bunch of, I mean, it's more than just that. But in particular, these two groups do not like each other very much. And Iran is more of a Shia. And the uh, Saudi Arabia is more of a Sunni, Wahhabi. Uh, maybe not Wahhabi, but Sunni, uh, very conservative Sunnis. So there's a proxy war going on here. This is more than just uh, ideology. Yeah, this is, yeah. This, well, yeah, this, there's land. There's, there's land, no, no, this, power, and money. No, this, I, this has to do more with a nuclear bomb. Which Saudi Arabia wants. Or Saudi Arabia wants. 
and Iran is developing. Okay, so if I, let's if be I, honest, Iran no, already has. Okay, so they have a nuclear bomb. Saudi Arabia wants a bomb. So how do they get it? They ask the United States for a bomb. The United States is like, look, man, we're not going to give you a bomb if you can't recognize our friend Israel here yep. as one of our friends. They're like, fine, fine. Israel's your friend. Here are friends too. Give right. me the fucking bomb. Right. Okay. Now, this has to be on paper. So as they were about to sign this paper, guess what happens? What we saw this past weekend happened. Yep. It now this whole thing has been derailed for an X amount of time. I really don't know. I mean, is this going to go to World War Three? Is 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 Iran going to bust out the bomb? I mean, well, well, the thing I is, is know. okay. We're already trying to tie Iran to all this, right? There's who's yeah. Hamas, and of course, dude, I'm not saying Iran isn't tied into Hamas at all, at all. But if you're going to tell me that Mossad had no idea that this was coming, oh, dude, they did. Come on. I mean, what would you saw? You saw, um, uh, you, I mean, there's that article that you referenced earlier, yeah, regarding, uh, so in our infamous text thread, uh, Mr. Brown Python himself sent over a, uh, uh, article basically where e Egyptian intelligence officials said that Israel ignored repeating warnings of something big happening. So their Arabic neighbors, Egypt, Probably Saudi Arabia. Other people had already kind of said, hey, man, something's coming. And this is why I think this is aptly regarded as their 9-11. Because Oof. they had intelligence oh, warnings. Boy, I knew this is where this. Oh, that's. Yep. A, yep. Yep. This is, aptly, call. this is an aptly named regarded as their 9-11. Because we, too, had warnings. From, we did. And well, from we, CIA, we actually were from we, the Mossad. We were, we were monitoring the pilots, too. We knew that yes. all of a sudden these all these guys came in were taking pilot lessons. The we CIA didn't knew them. Yes, the CIA knew that the people that uh, the night before the apartment they were staying at, there it wasn't some taxi driver from no from no, it, was, it, it was a Saudi intelligence person that they were staying at. Oh yeah, yeah, and they knew oh. it. Oh, they knew it one hundred percent. Come on, 100%. bro. But like, but just, I don't think, but I don't, but I think it's a little bit different in my opinion with nine eleven because I think nine eleven we. 9-11, we didn't think anyone could touch us because of us. Same thing we with Israel, man. I don't think so. I think Israel, no, Israel always knows it can be touched. The problem is, I think with this situation, there's quite a bit. I think, you know, this, of course, putting hats on, stuff like that. But it seems pretty convenient that around the time that Ben Yahoo's government, which is failing, that has basically declared martial law, has kind of removed the power of their own Supreme Court to prevent yep. him from doing things, is now under complete public scrutiny. All of a sudden now, a government that has literally, his fucking whole thing is security. You're going to tell me this dude let this big of a football drop? No, no, he needed to have the country yeah. rally around him. Exactly. And this is what this is about. And this is now, a short-term win for him. Yeah. And I hate to say this, Hamas, for their own, probably knew what was happening too. Just wanted to get, you know, they wanted to, to score a punch. And to be quite honest with you, the number one people that are going to lose in this is Palestinians. Palestinian yeah. citizens, don't get wrong, I feel bad for anyone who's killed. Innocent people should not be killed. They should not be targets. So the thousand Israelis that they say 
supposedly say die. I think that those numbers are are probably going to be a little. Those are going to be kind of hard to tell. No inflated. one knows for sure. They could possibly be inflated, but I definitely think it builds a case, right? Just like whenever they said a million people died of COVID in a couple of months or whatever. Well, I think bullshit, bro. people try to build these cases, right? Just like whenever they talk about other things that are inflated. I'm not saying that innocent people didn't die. I mean, I was watching some sad stories about some of these family members who have lost these kids that were just at a fucking music festival, right? Um, that were Israelis. But the response that's going to come is going to be, I mean, would I dare to say fucking, this is like, like, I mean, biblical Armageddon Armageddon type shit. They're going to smash Gaza. Gaza is going to be completely destroyed. Yeah. But I guess my question is here. So Gaza is going to be destroyed. What did Hamas think was going to be the end result? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, what the, like, what were they thinking? I don't know. Well, I think Hamas, right? right, right. The thing is, is that these people that do these actions, they, they just, uh, I think they're simple, right? I think a lot of these people that do these things are simple people. Also, what do you mean? Hamas, just just very short sighted. Yes. And also, Hamas is a a foreign. Hamas also employs foreign fighters, you know, people that come and want to join the movement. These are not all just Palestinians that are part of Hamas. Hamas is a foreign entity that has exerted control in Palestine. So, you know, I'm saying these all here. And this is part of the text that we're talking about is, yeah, is it possible that Israel just bombs the shit out of uh, Gaza into submission? Yes. Like, hey, we will never ever talk about the destruction of Israel ever again. Well, I think whoever's left in this country. But but it never works, right? It never works. It worked with Japan. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It worked with Japan in the World War II. I mean, we, we, I mean, it was more than bombs. It was more than bombs. It was more than bombs. It was what we did to them in Midway. It was what happened to them when they, in in Nanking, whenever they were running away from the Chinese, when the Chinese got, it was, wholesale slaughter a lot of japanese were wiped out don't get me wrong the bombs the bombs were the nails in the coffin but the lid was already on it i think vietnam is probably another and once again i go back to vietnam it's another um counterpoint to that but in, in vietnam i think they believe they dropped something were insane amount of munitions on, on on vietnam i mean the bombing that took place on vietnam was they basically threw anything that could explode. They use air to fuel bombs. They use munitions. They used everything. I think I forgot 2.1 billion type levels of explosives were used. The greatest aerial bombing campaign ever. Ever. They had B-52s dropping like I think their payloads are like eighty thousand pounds. Yeah, all day, every day. These weren't surgical strikes either. So Vietnam never capitulated. Hmm. All it did was just drive them underground. And Anyone I think Hamas, who's huh? ever um, dated a Vietnamese woman would tell you how stubborn they are. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. And I will not walk into this one. I've already I'm 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 nervously treading my tracks right now regarding I'm just saying man, it's in the culture, okay? <laughs> Nonetheless, I will let the brown python choke on this one. Um but we do have we do have another situation where they're going to bomb them, but this has happened before. In the 80s, in the 90s. These things have happened many times. It has it, all it has done is make the Palestinians resolve harder. I mean, they they voted in Hamas as their government. I mean, supposedly voted in, but I think there was a lot of um, there was a lot of Iranian money and yeah. influence there. But have they had elections since then? I mean, did they ever I, step down to power? I think once they get it, they don't really leave. I, I yeah. you know, it's it's just. It's a bad, I mean, the PLO, remember Yasser Arafat, all those other organizations, they were booted out. I mean, we, Palestine is in a, is in a horrible spot. And, but the other hard part that, that, you know, if we don't hear when I, when I read that statement was the fact that they're going to cut off all their water, electricity, medicine, medicine to Palestine. So yeah. not only are they bombing them, but they are effectively embargoing them. They're literally, as they said, they use the word siege. That's what they're doing. Palestine is like a big castle right now being surrounded by the Mongols. Nothing's going in. Nothing's coming out. And they're raining death on them every day. How terrifying is that? Oh, it's very terrifying. How terrifying is that? For if you're a Palestinian person who just wants to fucking make their day, make it through the day. Yeah. And Israelis, too. I mean, look, I get it. No one wants to have a fucking terrorist attack. No one wants to be attacked. But at the same time, maybe you don't oppress people for 50, 60 years just because your book says that the land you're on belongs to you. Because there's other books. Right? I mean. I guess. You know what? It, maybe. they're. I don't know. Maybe this is simplistic, but. Maybe. Hold on a moment. Okay. Yeah, I think you're so, breaking up a little. Bit. Okay. Well, what I'm getting at. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. What I'm getting at is, um, I like, I look at West Bank, and they're not going to get involved. They don't want to get involved. Do you think that they want to rain down bo- bombs on them? No, they're not getting involved, man. They've been this there. is all Gaza right here. They've, They've been, been there. there. You're right. And they figured out it doesn't work. And this is a hard lesson that Gaza is going to have to learn the hard way. It that doesn't hard, work. This is horrible. horrible. Stop, stop trying to destroy Israel. They're not going anywhere, okay? But are, Focus they really on your... tr- are they really trying to destroy Israel? They keep yelling that. Well, of course they do. If somebody's had their boot on your neck for 50 years... How do you think you're gonna feel about them? I'm gonna be like, what? Do I, what do I do to get no, your boot off my neck? No, you what, do, what do I do? Dude, and then they're gonna it, be like, I want you to be a good, productive citizen and work at my store. Okay, yeah. you got it. Dude, I'm gonna work at your store. The problem is that that doesn't work because they're they live in an apartheid state. They're treated as second class human beings. They're not giving any representation in Israel. No voting rights. No nothing. They, they're basically they, they. This is just quite simply the story of the Spartans 
And I yeah. believe they were the Minoans. You know, the Spartans were the super powerful or what everyone heard about warriors. And Minoans was like their, their, their serving class. And basically, as time went on, the, the, I don't know, it's not the Minoans. It's another, whatever they were, their service class basically overthrew Sparta eventually. Was it Xerxes? Uh, no, no, no. It was, yeah. it was another Greek. They literally all- had like another group of people that they basically would just pick on and control. The and Athenians, that's what's happening again. Uh, I'm just going by what I saw them 300. You, you know what? You, you're, you're, you're getting all excited about the outfits. Um, but oh, the abs. Yeah. Anyway, what? but but nonetheless, we do the, we we have a client state that's been controlling Palestine for a very long time. So you you can't be the, the self righteous indignation of being shocked that they're doing things is a little old. Like oh, what they sh- what you know? This like, how could they do something like this? Well. You've been bombing the shit out of them and treating them like animals for 50 years. They're going to do stupid shit. Someone, there was a comment on one of these YouTube pages, you know, when I was oh, watching boy. the video, I said, when you remove their hope, there's, or you remove their, their will to live or anything to live for, they'll just do anything because they have nothing yeah, what, to lose. Exactly. They have nothing to lose because what's going to happen? They're gonna go back to their shitty lives, where they're treated less than a, than than less as you know human beings. They have no rights. Their property can be taken by anybody at any time, even though they've lived there for hundreds or sometimes a thousand years in the same place. But just because somebody literally felt entitled by a book from their god that says that this is their land. Well, I mean, this it goes. No, it's not just a book. Okay, they the Israelites have belonged there as well. They got okay. Look, let's go on the natural progression. Okay, so if we take this same concept, that that means that the Aztecs, the Aztecs should still be in Mexico because the Aztecs were in Mexico for well over two thousand years. Got it. The, The Cherokee, the Iroquois, all these people. Yeah. Should still be, they should have their own part. Based These are historical logic. people based on that logic. And we can go even further. You can go into the European continent and take a look. There was a lot of um a lot of English Saxon tribes that were massacred, right? To take that thought process and say, well, this is historic land, you can't really do that. Right. Because then America's fucked. And so is a lot of the rest of the world. Um, You know, honestly, I can't I, I really don't know what the history, how the Israelites ended up leaving the region. Well, and scattering well, through I mean, the world. It's, it's, I, in the I, I it. it's in the it's in the Bible. And it, it's it's, you know, the, the Egyptians, the Babylonians, what the Babylonians first, the Egyptians, then they go back to Israel. And then, uh, well, I mean, no, the, the Egyptians, well, I mean, it's Old Testament, right? The Egyptians, and they go back to Israel, and then they get taken up by the uh, Romans eventually took them. Because um, I forgot who the Romans took out. To The Romans defeated them. The and, then, oh. and then, of course, there came the rise of Islam. And from about 600 
something, 700. It was just straight ass whoopings all the way until the Crusades. And then the Crusades were somewhat for a, a couple of the Crusades were successful in bringing Christian domination. But then, yeah. the, of course, Islam ended up winning again and controlling it again. And it, they did so. I mean, you know, Saladin, a lot of the, I mean, there, there's so much that happened. And then, of course, yeah. the eventual, I mean, I don't think the Mongolians well, the, ever, I don't think the Mongolians ever got You fast forward to when the British took over the area. Yeah. And 19, then 1900s. They, dude. 1900s. They they, they poorly partitioned the whole the whole Middle East. I mean, they put Iraq together, and that doesn't work out very well. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it's poor leadership again because there was a um, sheriff. Uh, so I, I actually have a pretty detailed history of that. There was a sheriff, Nassim, or any. It was one of the main people during that time frame, and they sided instead of with the Allies, they sided with the Axis powers, and it also or that was during World War One. There were several political mistakes made by the Bedouin and the Palestinian people in that time frame that yeah. led to them basically being powerless because they kind of sided with the wrong time every time. Because, of course, people do realize in the First World War, the Ottoman Empire was part of it. That's true. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So part of that is, you know, they, they sided with the wrong side. Um, hmm. So, no, the, the, this, wow. the political intricacy of who and what and who has ever lived in, in Israel or that whole area is so varied. I mean, that that whole place, If to be quite honest with you, it, if you dig more than maybe 20 inches, maybe, maybe two to three inches into the dirt, it's all red. That area has always been covered in blood. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. The conflict has been raging. Well before them, I would even say that it was raging even amongst polytheistic tribes. It's just a centralized area with water resources in a fucking I'm, desert area. I mean, that's just what it is. And it's always been centralized to several of the cultures in that area, right? Babylon, it took them. Everyone took them. Everyone yeah. fucking raised them. It, it, that was what it was. Everybody wanted Jerusalem. Yep. For whatever reason. Yeah. Well, it's a crossroad. It's a jewel in the crossroads between the East and the West. Right. Yeah. You go in. I mean, you go, you know, once you go past Israel and you start rolling to the you know Western part of the world, the Western empires. And so nonetheless, it's it, the story of the, of, of who owns this land or whatever. Has not followed this natural things, and, and to be quite honest with you, I think it's just it's just been a mess, to say the least. But now Israel's moving; they have their edict, they have their what would you say their just cause to do what they're doing now. Yeah, and it is during nine eleven because how the hell do you miss intelligence? Yeah. How do you do it? I, I I think, like I said, I I if, if you know, ladies and gentlemen, you can put your hats on, and and you can if you want to excuse this one for me, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I really think that Mossad knew what was happening. I think this was an s. This unfortunately, some of these political entities move without thinking, thinking that collateral damage is part of of the sacrifice. And yeah, I think they but they're that. they're gonna glass the whole place. 
Yeah, they are. And no, I mean collateral damage as in the Israelis that were that were that were unfortunately killed in this initial yeah. in this initial attack. Um, I think they looked at them, you know, hey, we're gonna lose some people, but we're going to get what we want, which is the ability to push the Gaza Strip even further out, make a bigger buffer area, bring our settlement to the sea. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, just as a, unfortunately to quote, um, to quote your, level... your favorite, your favorite movie with men with abs. That's what, the, <laughs> that's what the 300 did to the Persian empire, right? They pushed them over the cliffs. They backed them up, pushed them right off into the cliffs. To their own death. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's something going on there. there and is. usually it's the easiest explanation. That's the it, most correct. I'll be honest with you. It's so no, but it's so fucking complicated now because you like I said, we have multifaceted arms of international involvement. I think yeah. Saudi Arabia and Israel are just teaming up to deal with an Iran that has a nuclear weapon. And I think Iran and Russia are tight as fuck, and everyone hates Russia right now. Hey, you know what? Someone someone actually brought this up. Um, how did they get these weapons? Who? Um, Hamas, you know, these guns. There's uh, oh, there's a rumor I heard about this. the fog of war. Oh, saying several things. No, 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 no. I heard no, about no, this again. shit. I know where you're going with this. This is awesome. There are, these weapons came from <laughs> Afghanistan. Um, <laughs> and they were saying that the arms dealer that, that we released for Brittany Griner um has something to do with with the uh, with the uh oh, obtaining of these of these guns now i don't know it could happen maybe well i don't know but it seems convenient that they would let an arms dealer out and then this shit happens oh, i don't know boy. oh Brittany Griner, boy if you're listening you caused this anyway oh boy well look at that I don't. I okay. So the you know that's the funny thing, right? The 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 the, the right wing conspiracies have been going crazy. It makes it make a lot of things <laughs> no. make sense. I you know what else I've heard? I've heard also the, that the weapons that Hamas used actually came from Ukraine. Yeah, that's what I heard that's too. That's what I heard. And that okay. So let's 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 just go ahead and say that's dumb. Did not happen. Um, right. but well, the, the the stupid part of that is right. that it wouldn't be from. Ukraine. It would just be from Iran because Iran's supplying weapons to Russia right now for the Ukraine conflict. And Iran, I mean, if we're going to take Occam's razor, right? Iran is the state sponsor for Hamas. Okay. Why wouldn't they just give them their guns? I'll tell you why. If Iran's supplying guns to Russia already, everyone knows Hamas and Iran are together. Why wouldn't it just be that way? Hmm. Let me tell you something. What's the reason that one of the reasons that Russia has decided going into into Ukraine? Um, supposedly is to hunt white supremacist Nazis. Oh boy! Here we go. Okay. Oh, now, there we go. <laughs> now, here, here, my tinfoil hat, man. Uh oh, I like what this is, one. What is what is white supremacist Nazis? Are giving guns to Hamas to kill the Jews. Well, see, we've already been down this road, right? It, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Why is the that? Ukrainians wouldn't want to do that. Why? Because Ukrainians are fighting for their lives. 
They don't they 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 fuck up so badly that they're blowing through our weapons. They can't even keep their 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 ammunition yeah, stockpiles. What if what if some dude's getting rich off these weapons though? They don't he doesn't carry his them. There's no allegiance. Bro, I'm with you. I I that but it doesn't make sense because guess what? The chain of supply starts with Russia. Hamas is being supplied by Russia. Plan is okay. Israel and Saudi Arabia are being supplied by, and Ukraine are being supplied by who? The United States. Proxy war. That's all this has ever been. Is a proxy war. Yeah. I and don't now, know. Maybe everybody's partners are getting involved. Hmm. And All this opens a, up a second front for Russia. All we need is a, the death of a of a duke, and uh, that's it, huh? Well, no, but every time, okay. So, how does Russia always get beaten every when they do lose? How does Russia lose? Uh, usually in the summer. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, time frames, but also when they have a second front opened up against them. If Russia's busy freaking out about their neighbor and their ally, Iran. That's one less person who can supply them with weapons. And that opens up a second front that Russia may have to worry about. So, yeah. It's interesting. All right, hey, I lost you there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying that basically Iran is the second front for Russia now. Yeah. So... Anyways, moving on, moving on. Just uh, we would like to, but you know, before we do move on, uh, I do want to say I want to give our prayers to all the people affected in this Israeli, Palestinian, um, secular people that are just stuck in this situation. Um, we pray for y'all. We hope that you guys get through all this. We hope that somehow, some way, all this bullshit resolves itself, and you don't. No one else has to lose their kids or their their mothers or brothers or sisters or anybody it's just their fathers this is not going to solve a problem that's been around for thousands of years and and no one really has the right answer all right hold on a second okay hello yeah all right you got sorry time out yeah yeah, yeah. saw the time all right cool we're good all right awesome all right but but nonetheless, moving on, uh, we, what we do want to talk about that's actually pretty funny, at least can lighten up some of this shit, is the fact that Speaker McCarthy, since the last time we spoke, is no longer Speaker McCarthy, as the Republicans have committed Harry Carey and have booted Speaker McCarthy from the conference, and he is no longer the Speaker. And currently, we have an intern Speaker, and the Republican Party is in complete shambles and chaos. It's it's kind it's of pretty. Not, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. I don't it think is. so. It's I a think, dude. They can't. I think dude, they're dude. They're missing birdies. Tea times what? are late. They're they're not making it to the their. I, their I don't rallies. think so. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You know what? This is good. The white sheets that they put over their head are dirty. This, they just this can't is good. get things right, bro. No, this is good because you know what you had you had people in the Democrat Party who followed Nancy Pelosi, and no matter what they thought, they had to follow Nancy Pelosi. They could not get this bitch out, even though she was hurting the party. I mean, they lost Congress. Right. She impeached the president twice. Do you think right. every Democrat was on board with that? Yes. Maybe. But, yes, they were. <laughs> but, yes, I do. Yes, they were. The Republicans. 
they're a little bit more democratic, okay? If they don't like their speaker, they're going to change them, and they're not afraid to do it. I don't know, bro. They, they kind of remind me of the, I don't know, the German Reichstag whenever the Nazis took power. Because so. the Nazis, the well, the, the people don't realize the National Socialistic Democratic Party, the National Socialist Democrats, the suppose the Nazis, they were a very small majority of All right. the German government, but were able to exert massive power because of the way that the German government was so closely contested during, you know, post-World War One. So we have a similar situation here with the United States Republican Party. Because it just took nine, what eight. is being eight basically yeah, eight, what are being described as like you know just fucking outcasts, crazy monk, you know, crazy motherfuckers just destroying shit to take out the speaker of the house. All it took was that they wanted a a more hardline Republican. Okay, so well, someone a little bit more spicier. No, what they take no, the what they the thing is is guess what? It doesn't matter who the fuck's in there; they're going to be able to take them out each time they want to. No, I think they're the, going to change the rules though. No resolution to vacate. I no, dude. That those same. You think those eight people are going to commit like complete political suicide by not making sure that they get that? That thing to vacate the uh, the ability to vacate the speaker, dude. Yeah, that's but... not going away anytime soon. As long as there's a Republican majority in the House, that's not going away. For one, for one, where one representative can can um, initiate a vote to vacate. Yes. Okay. Now here's the other side to that coin. Yes, a Republicans uh, caused the ouster of a of a McCarthy, but you also had the entire Democrat caucus vote against this. Of also. course. Why would they not? Well, because McCarthy was a moderate. No, he wasn't. He negotiated with them yeah, to get the except, except on Sunday, the day before the vote, he went on Meet the Nation and several news publications talking shit about the Democrats. Okay, that's what you do in Washington. But check it out. Hear me out on this. If I was in Congress and I was a Democrat and I knew that eight Republicans were in an oust Speaker McCarthy. I would get eight of my friends, nine, just to overrule them. Nine. <laughs> and I'd be like, guys, get your fucking Christmas list together. And we're going to present it to McCarthy and say, we want this to happen. And we won't, we'll vote against your ouster. And we'll, we'll take care of these eight, eight Republicans. That's what I would have done. Dude, my, my district would have had like fucking new parks, sidewalks. I would have had well, a shit ton of money in my problem, pocket. The problem is, is that guess what? All he my donors would have been taken care of, bro. He didn't play the game. You know why? Why? He couldn't play the game. Because if he looked like, and this is the problem with our political system right now. If he looked like he made any deals with the Democrats, it would have destroyed him politically too. Yeah, but he's from California. What does he care? It doesn't matter, bro. He does care because guess what? Now he's fucked. Now the reality is, is every single Democrat was there under control by Jeff, by uh, what's his name? The Nancy new Pelosi. No, no, the new. Oh, speaker. Jim Jordan. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, not Jim Jeffries, Jordan. right? Jeffries. Uh, yeah, they, they're under control. No one was going to bail him out unless they did something, and they didn't, and they held strong because guess what? McCarthy didn't make the deal. 
because we're in that political climate where you can't even make a deal with someone from across the aisle without looking weak. That's part of our problem with our system right now, too. Yeah, though, but if if it depended on my hold on power, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd make a deal with the devil, of course. But he didn't. He didn't. Because guess what? There was deals to be had. Yeah. Everyone knows that. He didn't do it. That's on him, right? I would have been like, yo, this guy's about to be ousted. But eight Republicans. Let me get nine of my friends over here. Yeah. And then we're going to come up with a Christmas list. Motherfucker, and gonna... I want four bridges. I want four bridges. Okay, and I and wanted you to give my... cousin's going to build it. Exactly. My cousin's going to build these four bridges, man. Yeah. All right. And this person who uh, is giving oh, money man. to my campaign, he's going to make the new airport. All right. Exactly. We want three airports in in uh in Cheyenne, Wyoming. We want three <laughs> international airports. I want and three I'll... international airports in Olton, Texas. And a we... population we don't have enough people to man in. <laughs> <laughs> and we want Disney World moved to Mount Olympia, Kentucky. <laughs> All right. That's what we want. And you know what? They didn't give any of that shit. So I would have played the dude. It would they missed an opportunity. And you know what? I'm telling you, the Democrats were willing to were going to play. He just started talking shit on Sunday to be the the problem with McCarthy is that he is a rhino. Yeah, he's not really a hardcore Republican. This is centrist, yeah. So the problem is, is that he was trying to be a rhino. You know, he's like Tupac. You know, I'm a gangster. You're not a gangster. You're, yeah, you're you, went to, you went to fucking Juilliard, right? And then, then you got shot by a real gangster. Why? Because those guys are fucking scary. But that's McCarthy. He tried to be a big, he tried to be the big, tough Republican. He never was. So nonetheless, no longer speak of the House. He will forever go down. So we witness history a thousand years from now. They are probably going to say like, who is the first person booted as Speaker of the House and it will be Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. That's a he will be, right yeah. there. That is no, Think about it. Yes, Think about first, it. Dude, I would have made a deal with Democrats just so I wouldn't be the first and only oh, Speaker that have been ousted. You know what I mean? Speakers made deals with everybody. Dude, exactly. What that. happened? And that dumbass, he didn't because that's how polarized our system is right now. He could have found he could have found nine Democrats out of what two hundred and thirty oh, or something. Easily, 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 easily. Or, to come with him. Yep. He's but guess what? Any dealing with the Democrats is looked look is frowned upon. It's nah. fucking madness. You can't even govern because everybody has to not agree. So hey man, but he cooked his own boot, right? He 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 wanted that speakership so bad. That he literally gave all of his power away to do it. Yeah, he did. And you know what? That's what you get, right? That's what you get. He gave you all know, of his power away to do it. You know what grinds my gears uh, lately? Oh, uh, I'm tired of hearing the word unprecedented. I really fucking am, dude. Yeah, yeah. Unprecedented. Dude, we, we, we live in literally unprecedented times. Fuck my life. All right, can you just say another word? <laughs> like ah, I want to see not normal face. or uh, oh. different or it's unprecedented. Unprecedented. You know Everything's unprecedented. There, there is no precedent before that. 
There is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> not for Kevin McCarthy, there was. Well, no, not really, not him. But, but the, there is what a, a precedent for like an invasion of Israel. It's happened what, before. What a fucking maroon! <laughs> what a fucking pendejo! I cannot believe how stupid that guy is. He's so dumb. He's fucking the first one to ever be a beats. Yeah. How shitty is that? His kids probably don't even respect him. He's going to go home and he's going to see his wife's boyfriend and he's not even going to clean up anymore. He's just going to be like, oh clean my, my shit. He's uh, a, <laughs> and, and to be honest, by of all people, Matt Gates. Damn. Like, he, is, <sighs> he is just, though, he, he is just seriously, he is what, maybe three, four years before some type of like, like cocaine possession and like underage, probably. like something. Like he's on the precipice of some type of serious scandal, and he can't. I mean, well, no, he's already gone through scandals, and he survived them. That dude, yeah. with that sexual harassment scandal, yeah, and he's still kicking ass, like just taking people out. So, I mean, yeah, man. Anyway, so that's that's poorly played game, man. I mean, the, the Democrats lost an opportunity. Nine Democrats lost the opportunity yes. to get their districts like fed. Yep, and well. Well, no, no, you can't blame the Democrats. You have to blame the no, have to I, no, blame dude. the, colleague, the no. chaos that is the Republican Party right now. I know you do absolutely, but they missed an opportunity. I, you know, like I said, she Jack, she could have said, you know what, McCarthy, I'm gonna vote for you, man. But fucking Houston, I want you to make that like, uh, like, like Tenochtitlan, man. Like that's what I want to see. That'd be awesome. I want fucking. I want floating gardens. <laughs> I want. I want pyramids. pyramids. I want a pyramid. <laughs> I want man. I want flying cars. He's just like, I really want to stay speaker. How are we gonna get her flying cars? How are we gonna get Sheila Jackson Lee flying cars? I want fucking. I want. I want. You know what? I want. Uh, what is it? I want the. I want Mardi Gras move from New Orleans to Houston. Like, we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. I want Santa's toy shop to be in Galveston. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Santa no longer lives in the North Pole. He lives in fucking South Houston. Okay. He lives in Texas City. Make it happen. Make it fucking happen. He's like, okay. When you write Santa Claus, it's the Texas City. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, look, I think in the end, um, it, it, this, like I said, this, this, this is just, it's madness. Um, you know, it's always lonely to be the first. Um, so he will be, he, he, you know, what the crazy thing is a thousand years from now when we're gone, he could still be the first. This is colossal fucking failure. And it's, it's pretty crazy. I would have, uh, I would have had one of the stars in the American flag changed to Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> I want Bucky's to be the fucking national gas station. No other gas station. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, we'll, we'll keep that around. All right, cool. All right, cool. What else do you need? Can you imagine Jackson Lee just going off? I want TSU made out of gold. That, hey, there you go. Yeah, there you go. You. I want TSU made out of gold. Made out of gold. The whole school. Buildings, <laughs> gold. And I don't want it to be gold-plated. I want solid gold. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> that would have been... The shit, man. Yeah. Greatest, greatest okay. thing ever. Greatest thing ever. But no, I, I think in the end, I think they tried. I think uh, McCarthy just tried to be too gangster and he found out he fucked around and found out. So that is the end of the 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 end of the tumultuous tenure 
of the uh, Speaker McCarthy. And as of yet, we don't have one yet. We don't have a Speaker. Oh, they it's going to be it's a gonna while. Do- no, no, no. I think everyone's gathering Jim Jordan now. I think I think it'll be going on a little easier. Ah, uh, but the problem is, is Jim Jordan's going to have to deal with the with the clause. No, no, I don't I don't think so. I think they're gonna change it. They might, I think they might. I mean, you never know. You never know, right? Like Gates really, really fucking hated McCarthy. So maybe, but I don't think so. I think that power that those eight people welded. They liked it. They liked they it. Liked it. Yeah. I don't think it's going away, bro. I think the yeah. the motion to vacate. I mean, and they you know what's going to happen hard. when the Democrats for that shit, man. Oh, dude, and when the Democrats take control, pretty sure AOC and the progressives are going to kind of hold on to that vacate thing too. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think the motion to vacate. Yeah, man. That's that's the new. That's the new thing. Anyways, uh, moving on. I think I think you froze out here, buddy. Trying to maybe having a technical difficulty here too. I got a uh, Rick's face just staring at me, and I can't hear him. So uh, let's see what's going on. May have to put a pause in this at some point if he doesn't return. <clears throat> Hopefully he. Uh, Hopefully his deal with Speaker McCarthy didn't go wrong. Could have. I guess it did because so Speaker McCarthy's no longer a speaker. <clears throat> As you hear me just. Yep. And I think it's just me now. So with that being said, I think we're gonna go ahead and probably end this particular uh podcast. Um just uh let us know if you have any if you guys have any ideas for any shows, any suggestions, we'll gladly take them. And also, if you have any, um, I don't know, any comments about what we said tonight, please let us know, too. We're always open to, uh, we're at skipthenoise.1gmail, something like that. Uh, I think Benjamin James will probably leave this at the end of the show. And we like to tell everyone, uh, you have a good night, and uh, keep it real and represent. Mm-hmm.